So this is my number one piece of advice for anyone looking to achieve consistent results in the stock market. Welcome back to the Making of a Trader podcast. My name is Alan Stenson and this is episode 45. Welcome back, guys. Okay, <clears throat> so this is my number one piece of advice for anyone who's looking to achieve uh, is the highest level of consistency as you possibly can. Um, I mean, we're we're now we've had seventeen clear trading days in the month of April. We've only got uh, four more to go, um, but so far I've just had a phenomenal run of uh, of green trades every single day, and in fact every single trade so far this month has been green and I, I honestly can't remember the last time I've had such a, a decent result and, and I'm hoping I can just keep this going obviously for as long as possible but I, I'd love to have a, a full-on 100% green month um, but we'll see we'll, you know we'll see what the market brings um, and we'll just act accordingly but what I wanted to do is jump on today and just touch on what I think is possibly um, the most valuable uh, exercise, certainly for me, that, that I take when I'm, when I'm looking to get into a trade. Um, and <clears throat> this is something that I, I've been really focusing on, um, specifically this month, to make sure that that's my overriding um, uh, it's part of the strategy so that I'm not going in expecting anything or trying to do anything uh, or trying to guess where the stock may go. I mean, I'm simply trying to remove all of that from the equation. I'm just working on whatever the market gives me and I'm sticking to my strategy 100% so that um, should I uh, get the fills and get the entries into the kind of trades that I want to be in, the likelihood is uh, they're much more uh, likely to go in the way that I want them to or at least give me the kind of pricing action that I can then capitalize on and and at least take some of the of the move. <clears throat> so what I basically do is I will set what I call like dream orders um, and this will be an initial starter position, like a, a little feeler into the trade um, that I set at my, as I said, my dream place. So what I mean by that is where I'm looking to, where I'm looking at the pricing action of a stock and I've already um, shortlisted it down and it's giving me all the elements that I want. It has the right catalyst. It is the, the right float, the right price. The, it's giving me enough volume. There's enough liquidity in that stock. It, you know, it's ticking all of the boxes and I'm, and, and I'm looking at that stock now knowing that I, I would like to trade it should it get to the level that I'm interested in. Um, and that's how I um, make sure that I'm I'm not sort of just jumping in on something that, yes, it looks like it could give me an opportunity. I'm then waiting for it to actually present me that opportunity so that if it does and if I get the fill that I want, then I have a trade on my hands. So what I do is I set this initial uh, starter position. And, even, and these are small positions. I mean, even if I... Um, could quite comfortably take three, four, five thousand shares on something. I will set a sort of four, five hundred share uh, starter position at the dream level. So let me give an example. Say I'm looking to short, um, short a stock, and I'm looking for it to pop up and show me the reaction it's going to make to some very key overhead levels. Now, I've already obviously looked at that stock. I've already seen how it's behaving in pre-market. I'm looking at all the elements. Um, I'm looking at it showing me how it's going to react to a certain key overhead uh, resistance level. And I'm looking for it to 
pop up into that level or even past it and then sell back off. So in other words, it's failing at those levels. It's popping up. It's like stuffing into those levels and then it's dropping back down again. So I would I would set a dream order at uh, or in and around that uh, that level. So say for argument's sake, that level is 850. Right? I might set a, 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 a dream order at say 853 or or just to give you an example so say it pops up and does exactly what i'm looking for it to do and it pops up and stuffs into that 850 level just pops over it i would if i would consider it a dream uh entry if i could take a little piece of that so it fills my order my order on that pop um fills my position so that i have a life position and then it stuffs and starts to pull back now what I've been doing is I've been making sure that my trade doesn't start until that dream um, starter position gets filled. And the reason for that is that I don't want to predict that that's the top of the move. I am simply reacting to the reaction of the stock to that key level. So say it pops up and stuffs the 850 level. Um, but I know full well that there's another level at, say, 880 and then another level at, say, 9. So what I'm not doing is I'm not massively um, over committing to 850 level. I'm allowing myself to, to get in based on the reaction of the pricing action at that level of 850. Um, and that for me, that's a very valid and a very solid entry point. But if if it does then also give me subsequent pops and stuffs into those upper levels, then I can still start to build the rest of my position at those levels. And then um, I, I sort of essentially watch that stock to make sure that the only time I add in to my position is either at those key levels, so where it's giving me the same pricing action that I want to see at those upper uh, levels, or if it drops through, gives me a dump candle, drops through a key support line, closes below it, and then starts to pop up and fail at those um, levels that I was originally looking at. So in other words, I'm not just adding simply to try and get a better average. I'm only adding at very key and specific levels on the chart. So therefore, I'm only building into the position based on the failure of those uh, next uh, overhead resistance lines, or I'm only adding in on the winner that's showing me confirmation that it's, it's, it's now much less likely to be able to hold those key levels. So then I'm building in on the confirmation, if you like, of what is actually happening. So I'm not trying to guess, I'm not trying to th- think to myself, maybe this is the top, so I'll get a bit more aggressive and jump in and build my position significantly so that when it does drop, uh, I'll, I'll get a bigger piece of the uh, piece of the move. I am simply adding in at those key levels based on the pricing action that is showing me rather than any sort of guesswork. So what that basically tends to do is it means that um, it takes the guesswork out. So I, if, if, if you were looking in that same scenario, if you say you were looking for uh, the stock um, that was pushing up and you were wondering where the, uh, the top may be so that you're trying to get a short in at the top. If we were looking at that 850 level, that was my line, but the stock was pushing up and, and sort of uh, not quite getting to 850, say it was only getting to 820 or 830, and it was giving me that same sort of pricing action where it's popping up at unable to hold that level and then dropping back down again. But if it wasn't fully dumping 
at that level. And it was still sort of hovering and consolidating around that 820, 830 level. A lot of people will think, is this the top? You know, is this where it's going to fail ultimately and then start to drop? The answer is possibly, it might be. But for me, I will not allow my my trade to start unless that original um, dream starter position gets filled. Therefore, if it does falter at eight twenty and eight thirty, that sort of level, and not quite get to my 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 line, then it's not my trade, and I won't take it. Even if that means it ends up go, you know dropping and uh, going without me, and and I just have to sort of watch it. And, uh, and wish that I'd had a, a position in that. For me, it takes that stress away. It takes that, um, that prediction away. I'm not trying to guess where the top is. It either gets to my level and fills my starter position, and then I react for the rest of my trade according to how the, the stock is playing out. Um, it either gets to that level and fills that, that starter position, or it's not my trade. And that has been probably the most important element of achieving that level of consistency. Um, as I said, you know, we've had 17 trading days. I've been green on every single day. Um, and it's purely by ensuring that I'm, I'm, I'm being f- so determined to make sure that I'm not getting caught out. I'm not getting into stocks too early. I'm not trying to preempt what they may do. I'm not trying to, uh, you know, fight the FOMO of... of, of you know, will it, you know, will it now go without me? And I wish I'd got in there because that ended up being the top. You know, all of those things get get taken out of the equation completely when you decide this is my dream starter position. It either fills and starts my trade or I don't get the trade. It's that simple. Uh, and if you can get that down pat, then you really can start to um, ensure that the trades that you take are so much more likely to work than not. And, you know, that's not to say it's guaranteed and, and it will always work because, of course, you know, that isn't the case. And uh, even the best setups, even the best entries can end up uh, turning into red trades. But it, what it will do is it will take that stress level uh, down a bunch of notches. I mean, you will you will not be guessing. You will simply be looking at the pricing action and reacting accordingly. And that's how you should be taking these trades anyway. You know, we're not trying to guess the overall move. We're not trying to guess what it may do. We're simply reacting and capitalizing on the pricing action when it fully meets our um, our pattern. Uh, you know, we're, we're looking at that pattern recognition and seeing it do what we want it to do. And we are then taking some of that move and just capitalizing on that on that uh, on that move and taking a piece on the relatively predictable uh, pattern that we can see. And so if you can ensure that that trade never even starts uh, until it fills that that dream starter position, then you've taken a massive step forward in terms of um, putting the odds in your favor. Because if you looked at, at, at that example, you know, I, I, I say I had that starter position now at, at 8.53. Well, had I have given in to FOMO or just had my finger on the trigger uh, waiting to sort of, you know, start a position... When it was faltering at, say, 8.20 um, uh, or 8.30 um, and, you know, I couldn't couldn't sort of hold on any longer and I ended up getting a a position in, all I've done is I've compromised my start position from the very beginning. So say, let me give you an example. Say I get in at 8.20 because I don't, 
you know, I don't want to miss out on it. And, and say I get in small and uh, just have a starter position at 8.20 because, you know, there's a chance that it may still pop up to 8.50. That's kind of already ignoring the fact that, yes, it could also pop up to 8.50, but it could also pop up to 8.80 or 9, where I, I've already identified there are other lines. So if I'm getting in at 8.20 and I know full well that this could still pop up and test 9, then that's an 80 cent um, move that I will already be in, that I have to sort of factor into my to my position size, uh, position sizing, that's a bit of a mouthful. Um, and also, uh, if I get in at 8.20 and then, I, and then I see the stock pop up and do exactly what I was looking for it to do in the first place, and then I get that next fill at, say, 8.50, well, my... If, they're, if say there are two starter positions, that 820 and that 850 basically means that I then have an 835 average. So rather than having that 850 starter position, I've now got an 835 um, uh, um, starter position, which is incidentally is probably twice the size of that original 850 uh, um, starter position that I wanted. So not only have I compromised my... Um, my average by 15 cents, but I'm also already in twice as heavy as I would have been should I, uh, should I have been able to wait for that initial starter position to fill. So you're, you're sort of double compromised. You're already in too aggressively and you've already compromised your average. So we, we need to take all of that off the table. Don't take the trade unless you get that starter position at that dream entry point. And if you don't get it, then don't worry about it. it. It goes without you and then you wait for the next setup or you wait for the next trade to give you uh, what you want. But that is 100% uh, the, 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 the most um, important factor that I um, take into consideration before I start any single trade now. That is how I ensure uh, that the trades that I have, the ones that go live, are the ones that have already started at a very, very ideal uh, position. Otherwise, uh, for me, they're not good enough. Uh, they're too speculative. They, they, there's too much room for, um, for error or for um, compromise or to, or to have to give it that, that extra, extra room and for it to actually test those, those key levels. And if I've already got in at a less than ideal entry point and I'm having to allow it so much room um, before it, you know, before the pattern um, deteriorates, then, you know, I'm already building in too much risk. And should I then have to cover off or sell that position or get rid of it just to uh, take the risk off the table, then I'm, I'm, I've already sustained a bigger loss than I needed to. Um, so it's so, so important just to put that starter position, literally put it out live, um, waiting to get filled. If it gets filled, then you've got a trade on your hands and then you can add in on the confirmation that it's going uh, exactly the way you want it to. So you can still add in and get more meaningful size on these trades, but you're only doing that when it's showing you exactly what you want to see and then you're adding to the winner. Um, but that is how you will um, ensure that the only trades you take are the ones that are setting up exactly the way you want them to and the, the entry points that you're getting are really, really ideal. Anyway, I hope that has helped. I will, um, I will uh, do another episode when we've uh, wrapped up this month, hopefully with, uh, with more good news. And um, I will also uh, do my best to start getting some more uh, YouTube videos on the channel because um, hopefully they, they are helping. And if you have any questions at all, just please reach out, message me. Let me know certain subjects that you want covering. 
um, or if you want anything going into more detail, uh, do let me know. Please like, subscribe and share and I'll see you guys on the next one. Take care.